today is Thursday, September 22nd, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today's episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced yesterday that she has filed a $250 million civil fraud lawsuit against Donald Trump, his three oldest children, and others, accusing them of defrauding lenders, insurance brokers, and tax authorities. The defendants who were named in addition to Trump and his top three children are the Trump Organization, former CFO Alan Weisselberg, company controller Jeffrey McConney, and other businesses associated with Trump. The lawsuit is also seeking to bar the defendants from making any real estate deals or applying for any loan in New York, as well as revoke the Trump Organization's business license to prevent it from operating in the state ever again. I mean, that's not so bad. When any New Yorker hits 80, it is their solemn duty to retire to Florida. Or in his case, Moscow, to be closer to his sugar daddy. Although this is a civil lawsuit, Letitia James said that her office has passed evidence to federal prosecutors in Manhattan and the IRS for criminal investigation. Finally, being the ignored child has paid off for Tiffany. Also, quick side note, if you're thinking, really another lawsuit that sounds just like all the other lawsuits, none of which seem to have made any difference, yeah, we're all thinking that. But if you're confused why there are so many investigations and which ones might actually matter, we actually just released the first premium episode of the morning announcements last Friday on this exact topic, a full breakdown of the investigations into Trump and what accountability they may each result in, if any. I'll be doing two extra extra episodes a month, about 30 minutes each where I deep dive into intriguing but probably underreported topics. And next week's episode is going to be about the dark money that bought the 6-3 Supreme Court with a guest appearance by Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. You can subscribe in your feed and there's a free trial in case you absolutely hate it. President Biden has signed a bill eliminating the statute of limitations for child sex abuse, which will get rid of time constraints for survivors to file civil claims related to sex abuse crimes, which includes forced labor, sex trafficking, sexual abuse, and sexual exploitation of children. You know what that means. It's time for Joe Biden to make another cameo on SVU. Previously, people were required to file claims before they turned 28, or no later than 10 years after the violation or injury was discovered. Bad time to be the Catholic Church. My thoughts and prayers go out to them. Eh, not really. The DOJ has announced criminal charges against 47 people who allegedly engaged in the largest pandemic relief fraud scheme to the tune of stealing $250 million that was supposed to be used to feed children in Minnesota. The indictments involve six groups connected to the Minnesota nonprofit Feeding Our Future, and the defendants were charged with an array of federal crimes including conspiracy, wire fraud, money laundering, and paying and receiving illegal kickbacks, and just being big assholes. The mastermind of the crime was the founder of Feeding Our Future, Amy Bach, who actually did serve federally funded meals prior to the pandemic, but she additionally recruited other individuals to work at fake sites and claimed that they were feeding underserved children under her group's sponsorship. In 2019, Bach was dispersing $3.4 million in federal funds, which ballooned to almost $200 million in 2021, most of which was used to fund international travel and buy real estate in Minnesota, Ohio, Kentucky, Kenya, and Turkey. 
Did no one think it was suspicious that a woman whose job was to charitably disperse food owned five properties? Was no one in town like, have you guys seen Amy's soup kitchen? She must be making money hand over fist. The Federal Reserve has raised interest rates again, this time by three quarters of a point, taking rates to 3.25% in an effort to tame inflation by slowing the economy. This is the highest rate since the 2008 crisis, and stocks fell yesterday upon the announcement as this rate increase is expected to result in high rates for credit cards, home equity loans, mortgage rates, and bank savings account yields, the last of which is actually a good thing. Officials now predict the key rate at the end of 2022 will range between four and a quarter and four and a half, which is a point higher than earlier projections. In their statement, the Fed said that they're already seeing the effects of the rate hikes and that the economy is pulling back, with recent indicators pointing to modest growth in spending and production. I'm gonna need a big short sequel to break this down for me. Russian airlines have stopped selling plane tickets to Russian men between the ages of 18 and 65, unless they've been specifically approved to travel by the Ministry of Defense. The reason behind the new restriction is that Putin has called up 300,000 new troops and declared a partial mobilization of the country's 25 million military reservists, effectively trapping them in Russia. I'll admit this is the one exception where young white men really are under attack. And finally, the CEO of the new Saudi-backed Live Golf Tournament, Greg Norman, was on Capitol Hill yesterday meeting with lawmakers to discuss their plans and business model, as well as to complain to Congress about the PGA Tour's alleged efforts to prevent it from becoming a legitimate rival tournament. They also plan to address some lawmakers' concerns about their affiliation with Saudi Arabia, which I have no doubt Joe Manchin bought hook, line, and sinker, or like drive, putt, sinker in this case. This is part of a bigger campaign by Lib to gain prominence in American golf. They filed an antitrust lawsuit against the PGA Tour in August, accusing the PGA of improperly suspending members for playing in Lib golf tournaments and pressuring vendors not to work with them. How about not spending our lawmakers' time mediating your little cat fight over who gets to kill the planet more with your elitist deforestation sport? Full disclosure, I was on the golf team in high school. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Best Fiends. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is great if you're stuck without Wi-Fi. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free, spelled like friends without the R, Best Fiends. And one more quick thing before I go, if you're into this show, I am so excited to announce that we just launched our brand new subscription feature. It's called Extra Extra, and that is where I will be deep diving into topics that are either too complex or underreported to be covered here. There will be two new longer episodes every month for $4.99, around a half hour, and you will also get access to our private Geneva channel to talk about these scandalous and unique stories with people who are just as interested in them as you are. You can find Extra Extra on Apple Podcasts or Spotify in the morning announcements feed. And right now you can sign up for a free trial to try it out. I am so excited to hear your feedback and what you want me to investigate next. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on.